Hello, 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 and welcome to Puff, Puff, Puff. Puff puff puff. <laughs> puff puff puff. Puff puff pass. The highly produced show where one couple talks about one movie while only one of us are high. Only one. Well, and this month we said we were covering sports movies. Christian, did you ever play any sports? I did. How many? At least one. Uh, no, I played. Um, my first sport was um, baseball. Oh yeah. I started playing that when I was like four. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe three. I don't know. I was on the Rockets. That was the team name. I remember. Of course. It was either that or Tigers. I remember a good a good number of the teams that I was on. Oh yeah. Rockets, mm-hmm. Sluggers. Yeah. I'm actually not going to say that one because I'm not sure if it's appropriate anymore. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, there was an MLB team named them after them, mm-hmm. so at the same time, like I don't know. Um. Uh. Oh, uh, the Cardinals. Okay. And the Blue Jays. Most of the, a lot of teams you were on. Well, it was like through the years. Most of the teams were like, based off, they just stole the mascot from an, an, an MLB team. Mm-hmm. Like, we played against the Yankees once, and funny enough, funnily enough, the Yankees were like the worst team in our group. I don't even remember the team I was on. No. I just played soccer for one season. My second sport was football. Oh, yeah? I played for one season. Mm-hmm. I was, when I was four, mm-hmm. hated it. <laughs> I've told Sahara the story before, but I um, I was not a very big four-year-old. I mean, I wasn't t- small, but you know, I wasn't like bulky or anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I was skinny. I was a skinny kid growing up, and we at that age, you don't really specialize into a position yet. Like you don't really go for linebacker or for quarterback or wide receiver, you know. And so I kind of they were just kind of like. Back then, there was the quarterback, you know? There was the guy, the kid with the ball. Mm-hmm. There was the the hiker, I think. Like, the guy who would... Or snapper. I don't know. Snapper's for kicking. The hiker just hands the ball. He A center. Whatever. He, he's on the offensive line, but he's the one who gives the quarterback the ball. Mm-hmm. And then, maybe there'd be, like, a running back. Who mm-hmm. just... They, the running back... The quarterback can either hand the ball off to him, and he runs over the quarterback and run with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was just on the offensive line. Or defensive line. If you're playing defense, there would be, like two safeties who would like you know go out and try and chase down the person running mm-hmm. or and then but everyone else is on the line and we didn't have to worry about throwing yet because the furthest anyone could throw is probably like five feet mm-hmm. at this time at this age yeah you know and so maybe 10 feet and so shameless brag yeah, it, <laughs> i was i, I could have gone pro mm-hmm. I, I had the arm for it oh, yeah. no i'm just kidding but um i remember my very it wasn't my first game most mm-hmm. of the games they were just like you'd shove one of you would fall over and then the quarterback would maybe like set go put the ball up like two yards mm-hmm. um i don't remember us being very very good yeah like i remember asking my dad i'm like did we win and he's like no and i'm like <laughs> it's asking the parent well did i didn't we, know i couldn't did see, we win i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> see the scoreboard like, there, there wasn't a scoreboard. I'm dead. There was maybe one scoreboard in the entire sports complex, and for, like, mm-hmm. that was for whatever the big game was, but everyone else just oh, kept yeah. track, you know? And so I'm like, are There's we... There's a scoreboard on our soccer field. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You played at the regional, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, so regional, there was a whole, like, soccer club there. Yeah. For us, it was just everyone in a field, and they spray-paint the lines on the field. I don't know what it was, but I stopped playing because they handed out trophies to, or ribbons or whatever to all of us, and I was like, but we won. You're all winners. And I hated that shit. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. And I remember my dad complaining about that shit, too, which is probably why I complained about it. But I was like, hey, that's not fair. I don't, you know? I don't want your Mickey Mouse trophy. No, for real. Um, no, but... um, And I remember halfway through the season... I'm, actually, before the season, I, my dad was like, hey, 
if you if you play the season, you gotta finish it. No quitting. I guess you don't want me to be a quitter. Mm. Only you know. Um, no jokes on you. I'm addicted to weed now. I can't quit. Uh, uh, he was like, "You can't quit," and I was like, "Okay." And I remember halfway through the season, I remember I got hit really hard. Granted, they had me up against a kid who was way bigger than I was, but I just remember falling like my helmet like hitting the ground like really like back like that really hard, really hard, and I was like. Ow, <laughs> and you know, I, I, I know uh, most of the kids like on the team cried at least once. But I remember that was my turn because yeah. it hurt a lot. And yeah. I was like, "Fuck, ow!" Yeah. And uh, my dad, my dad was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah." Did he get on the field and ask if you were okay? Well, I mean, all the parents were like all on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are bleachers for them to sit, but it's just like a bench. If I, mean, I would have saw my kid get throttled like that, I would have ran out into the field, and be like, "Oh my god, he died!" <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, he was like, "You okay?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, yeah, I just heard a lot, and he's like, he's like, are you good? And I was like, yeah. And I remember after the game, after, after the game, mm-hmm. or after a few games or whatever, um, you know, we're getting near the end of the season now. He reminded you not to quit. No, yeah, I was, I was, I was like, so are you enjoying football? And I was like, no, not really. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, and, and I was like, and I was, I, I think he could tell I was gonna ask like, can we be done? He's like, I mean, remember what you said though. That's so mean. No quitting. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was whatever. I finished the season. It was fine. Um, I just remember it hurt a lot, and after that point, I was like, "Football isn't for me." That shit hurted. <laughs> that shit hurted. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I don't think it, I don't think it's healthy to have very young children play football. I know. I, you would think that they would have been like. I don't think you should play, like tackle football. Oh yeah. Until really until, until like middle school. Yeah, I'm really surprised that they let that happen. Even because then, be, even then, I have a hard time like. Yeah. Granted, schools don't do that. Schools mm-hmm. like elementary schools have flag football. Yeah. But like, it, it's the only it's the clubs that will get into football. And honestly, I don't understand why anyone puts their kid in that sport. No, I know that that's so terrible. I feel like soccer is maybe like the most physical a sport should get for kids that young, and that's oh. just coincidental if they ran into each other, which well, happens. Oh yeah, we get in trouble. I remember we would get in trouble if we hit the other kid too hard. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, I enjoyed baseball a lot more. Baseball was uh, the main sport I did throughout my kid when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, Christian quit. Yeah, well, I was I was just done. I didn't want to play another season because I was like getting into a because I because I first played when I was four. Mm-hmm. We're getting way off topic here, no, but I, but I next played. No, we're not. We're talking about sports. This is sports month. Yeah, and <laughs> but I, I never played for like my school. Mm-hmm. I just I played in like the clubs in the city. Yeah, and that's uh, and how come you didn't want to play for school. I, I honestly didn't even consider it. I don't think well, my middle school had a baseball team, but like elementary mm-hmm. didn't, and that's yeah. when I played mostly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I was playing. Mm-hmm. There might have been a t-ball for our school. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so we played mostly t-ball, mm-hmm. and then we got to machine pitch. Machine pitch was fun, and yeah. then we got we got to like fast pitch. And uh, but I remember playing all the way from like when I was four to like when I was like. 10, 11. I just remember I didn't play at all in middle school. Yeah. And so I must have quit in like fifth grade. Yeah. Anyway, and so that oh, was. because your mom pushed you to band. Oh, no, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Anyway, and so I remember, tell, I remember telling my parents, I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. I don't want to play with you. Do you want to know what my reasoning was? <laughs> so when we would play, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the team I was on mm-hmm. would always like do really good in the first beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then like. And they would even have, like, a tournament or whatever at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. My team would usually, like, get, like, second or first place or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And so we were doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. But my team would, like, I don't know what it was. Granted, a lot of the coaches I had were very much, like, the coaches of, like, coaches' kids. Oh, like, their kids would also play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think that was kind of how it had to be anyway. But a lot of them were the kind that, like, oh, yeah, I'll volunteer. It was the, 
my kid is going into the MLB. Jesus he will win the World Christ. Series. Like a kid, a, a, one of my coaches, like actually was like he did play professional football, uh, baseball, not football. <laughs> he played for uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. That's crazy. That's so sad. Yeah, and it, I really it, hate it when parents like put their dreams onto their kids and yeah. just like. I remember that last season was when I played for the Blue Jays, and I remember uh, we didn't have, like, a special name. Like, it was just, okay, team number four, team the, number the Blue Jays. Team like, they just pick a team They just pick a team and mascot from mm-hmm. that professional life. Yeah. And so, like, my football team, we were the Falcons, and yeah. our, our uniforms were, like, a direct ripoff of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So, like, but anyway, and so I remember that season. I wanted to get into pitching. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I, play, I played outfield mostly mm-hmm. for the time because – you know, don't really need to, and because uh, I, but that was just mainly because like I knew how to like, mm-hmm. I, I I could throw pretty far. Is that where you told me that uh, the yeah. coach's kid sucked? Yeah, and yeah. so our pitcher was all right. Yeah. I mean, it's the first year doing fast pitch. Granted, he's yeah. probably been practicing and training a lot longer than I ever mm-hmm. did, but he was all right. And I remember I had asked the coach a couple times this season, like, hey, you know, I'd really like to like get into pitching. Like, I can do like pitching practice. And he told you no. Well, he told me no because like. His, it, we already had his son, and we had another kid who would also kind of pitch. And I was like, all right, that's fair. We already have two. And I remember... Well, why can't you recycle the kids? I don't know. Anyway, and so, like, I... It doesn't make any goddamn sense it, to it, me, It bro. is what it is. But anyway, I remember, like, one game of the season, I had... Uh, he just came up, he just came up to me, and he's like, would you like to pitch this game? And I was like, sure. We were, we were up ahead mm-hmm. by a lot. And I was like, and I guess uh, the, other, the other kid we had that would pitch wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, this is one of the few games we won, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but I remember the coach, uh, the coach's kid, He the coach told his kid, he was like, oh, hey, go to second place. No, not second place, um, second base. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, I played shortstop. So he was like, go, go uh, switch with Christian for shortstop. Mm-hmm. And I remember he got, like, Mad. visibly upset by that. And yeah. I'm like, dude, it's like one inning and we're up by a lot. <laughs> And so I'm like, dude. The, He's like, I'm gonna be the star player. Dude, they don't. I'm the star they player. They don't have talent scouts out here, <laughs> anyway. And uh, we're playing on a random field in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> like, it's not that serious. Anyway, and so yeah. I remember, and I only remember this because of the immediate aftermath. But I, I didn't. I wasn't too bad. I mean, they only got two hits off mm-hmm. of me, and they were both like, they were both bunts to like get to first base, mm-hmm. and I caught and. I caught both of them and get, got them out. Mm-hmm. And then the third out was just a strikeout. Mm-hmm. So, like, it wasn't bad, you know, but that was it. Mm-hmm. And so, but I remember, like, we went back. I went back to shortstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid we went back to pitcher. We won. Yada, 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 game's over. And I remember, uh, I don't know why. I, I just remember, like, that one kid is just, like, still, like, upset. I'm like, dude, it's been all afternoon. <laughs> Like, get over it. Like, it was one inning. You went back after I did. Yeah. I just remember him being upset. It's not like we were friends. You know, yeah. I was only friends with a couple kids. On, yeah. Friends with a couple kids on the team. Yeah. So, but I just remember, like, him getting upset. And I remember his coach. Uh, his coach, his, his coach, dad. His dad. His father. I, yeah, his dad, his dad was just, like, whatever. Like, not dealing with that. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. I love that. Dude, I don't know what's... I feel like boys have a really hard time with losing or being replaced. It's not even losing, and it's not even being replaced. It's not like his dad was like, oh, Christian's uh, relieving you a pitcher for the rest of the season. It's... it's We're up ahead. Uh-huh. And, like, the, in, in all sports. Mm-hmm. When you're up ahead by a certain point, you really don't got to risk, like, losing. Mm-hmm. Let the guys who are newer get some, like, real-life practice in. And they do it in every sport. So yeah. I don't know why he was getting so upset. Mm-hmm. But that's my... Probably because he knew his dad was going to beat his ass later. 
<laughs> it wasn't even like he was doing bad. It was just we were up by so much. It was like at that point, like a score would be like ten to three. I can tell that kid was probably an asshole. He was an asshole. That's why I wasn't <laughs> friends with him. Like he was an asshole. I can already tell. Bro. Yeah, and his but his is the only people who actually liked him on the team were that other his guy. His father. Well, mm, they were that other guy who I told you would pitch, and yeah. then I think the kid who played catcher. Like they were Jesus both like they're like that. I'm like, dude, what's your issue? Dude, I hate people like that. Like, calm the fuck down, bro. That's why I think sports shouldn't be like, you know, as expensive as they are, as well as like playing, like paying like students and shit. Like, I feel like there should be like a college for just specifically for that. Like those students, like obviously make it longer so that they're getting the same amount of hours that regular students are because they're not, they're not putting in the same amount of hours as regular students. Yeah. So that's why I think they should be in college longer. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, there should be, like, oh... I just think it's crazy. A lot of them, like, stay, will stay in college to increase their, like, draft stock. Mm. Which is, you know, if you don't know, their chances of getting picked in the NFL mm. draft. But, like, it's usually only five years, but there are people in college football right now that are in, like, their sixth year of eligibility. Or whatever. Uh, Bro, graduate already. <laughs> well, a lot of it is... Actually, I take it back. I think they do have six years of eligibility. Mm-hmm. But some people were able to be in the league for a couple of years, and then COVID hit. Are be- they still getting their bachelor's degree? And because of <laughs> no, 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 some a lot of them get their masters. Honestly, oh, a lot because I, I think you do have to be an actual student. That's you know, good. you do yeah. have to be taking the required amount of classes, yeah. and so a lot of them will hit their bachelor's, and they're like, "Well, I still gotta take classes," so yeah. they pick, they start their masters. That's good. But um, good. yeah, um, but what is it? I remember like. Some so some kids will like start the season like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then like because of COVID, the NCAA was like, oh, you get like a COVID year of eligibility, and basically it's like you can choose not to play mm-hmm. the season in case you don't want to get sick or whatever, mm-hmm. or you can still play. Mm-hmm. Either way, because the season was shortened like six for some teams it was like six games. I think uh, 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 where I went, I think our team played eight games. Oh wow. It's like out of a normally a twelve game season, and then play, and then the playoff. And would you have played if you were an athlete? Would you have played like football? Yeah, if they if they give you a COVID year, if they were like, oh, you don't have to play. Oh, would I play? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just I'd just be worried about. I hurt. definitely. I probably would have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would just train. I probably would have. Mm. Well, yeah, a lot of them was like, why would I risk getting hurt in a season? That's not going to matter. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's a lot. That's why a lot of them play and yeah. didn't play, but um, uh. Oh, um, plus more free time. Yeah, and so I think they saw the train and pra- tra- practice. I mean, I would. Or else they'd probably get kicked off the team. To oh, be honest. And so um, that makes sense. Yeah, and so a lot of them could take that year, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the years. And I, there's a guy who plays for um, right now. He plays for the school I went to. Mm-hmm. He's in his like sixth year of eligibility. Oh wow! So yeah, like, and this is his final year. Oh wow! All right. So it must be five then. Five and then it was the COVID year. Oh yeah, because five, five is just to get you over in mm. case like you gotta get, uh, you, got, you need to finish your degree. That, mm. it, so it is five and then you have a, the six COVID year. So some people are playing for six years. Well, go sports people then. So someone who went to college in, someone who started college in fall of 2018, when we started college, could still be in college or, or could have just graduated this past year Jesus. Or, or this year I think that would kill up. me I'd be like <laughs> yeah so someone who went to college the year we went to college probably dude I didn't think I was going to graduate the year like the year I did I was like dude <laughs> yeah 
It would have been this year. This year would have been their fifth year, but because of COVID, Mm -hmm. those kids will be graduating in in the in spring of twenty twenty four. Jesus Christ. Because of COVID and if they're an athlete and if they chose all six years. Well, the way we're talking about baseball and football, you would think that's the movie we're covering, but we are not. But no. (laughs) We're covering the real sport. Racing. Jesus Christ. We will be covering the 2008 action sci-fi speed racer. I was very, very surprised that it was considered a sci-fi. I was like, okay. I don't really consider it a sci-fi. I think it's just a sports drama. Sports drama. Yeah, okay. Because by that logic, mm-hmm. I feel like any movie with tech slightly better than ours mm-hmm. is sci-fi. It probably is. Like that's how Google categorized it. So there's that. Like let's like if we there was, there was a movie about like the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and this guy was like, look what I invented, iPhone. <laughs> like you know, it's only a few years ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like. Is it really like sci-fi? You know, like Christian's it's a touchscreen screen like, phone. Christian's like, yeah, that one movie. Um, what's his name? Who invented the iPhone? Steve Jobs. He was like, yeah, that one movie, Jobs. That's considered a sci-fi film. Literally. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> but do you remember this film? Yeah. I saw. I it. remember. I didn't watch it in theaters, but I rented it on. Uh, um, uh, if you you know how the the, ma- the major cable networks are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dish, Cox, yeah, DirecTV. Yeah. So, like, Dish had... Um, oh, so you rented movies from there? It was, like, the on-demand section. And it, was, it was, like... A Christian dollar. was a rich kid. It was, like, a dollar. Like, it was, like, it red, was it was like red box. It was a dollar. You said, like, you didn't also use Redbox as a kid. Fuck off. Okay, but you put the on-demand button. That's a total white rich kid thing to do. Okay. I rent movies on-demand. Okay. No, I saw this shit in theaters. It was probably free anyway. I saw this shit in theaters. I saw it with my dad, and I was like, fuck yeah. In theaters. And honestly, it still kind of holds up, the film. Ooh. Like, I really enjoyed watching it, even as an adult. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I love I love this and I love how serious it is like it takes itself so seriously but the atmosphere is so goofy and I think they do such a really good job of molding that weird mix because that's a really hard thing to do you know what I mean to do what to be a real race car driver oh my god so Speed Racer is based off of this anime that came out in the 60s so it's very we did like, mention that we're doing Speed Racer right? yeah we did yeah okay so like it, it came out in the 60s so it's like very Scooby Doo so that was the material that the directors were working with. And I'm just like, I am so impressed that they were able to like, not only have like these good ass actors, like acting their asses off in this fucking kids movie, but like how serious they all took their roles. Literally. And I'm just like, Acting their asses off. Dude, literally, I was like, fuck yeah. And like, it really works. It really works in this goofy ass spy kids atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. This film was directed by the Wachowski brothers, and to me, I was, I was like, oh, that sounds really familiar. Who are they? And if that also sounds familiar to you, they also directed The Matrix, V for Vendetta, and Jupiter Ascending. Do you, do you, have you seen any of those films? I have. I don't think I've... I feel like I've seen Jupiter Ascending. I don't know. Jupiter Ascending is with, with uh, Mila Kunis and... Um, What's it about? I forgot. Um, it's I think it's like a Cinderella story. Like she's oh. like a she's like a maid, and then like Channing Tatum's like, hey, you're actually a princess. Okay, I like, don't know, but I do, but I have seen the Matrix and V for Vendetta. Dude, V for Vendetta scared the hell out of me as a have kid. You, have you seen it? Yes, oh. I watched it as a kid, and I was like, this is scary, especially when Natalie Portman starts shaving her head. She just he just killed those people. <laughs> she's she's in a concentration camp. <laughs> is that why she shaves her head? 
I saw it as a kid. I haven't seen it as an adult. You oh, so you don't know what the movie's about? I have no idea, but that scene really scared me. I know, I know she the guy... She was getting put into a concentration camp. I know that... Okay, but that scene... But this, that movie doesn't take place in the 40s, though. No, it doesn't. It's in the future. You, you can you can have a concentration camp outside of World War II, babe. I know, but that's what I, I mean, thought that was you, really... For the audience, no, you cannot have a concentration camp. We're not endorsing that. <laughs> But I mean, like, I just remember, like, her shaving her head, and I was like, oh my god, that's so scary, she's bald now. And then the guy, <laughs> like, my, that was my kid brain, like, being like, that's so scary. Sahara's and then go, the guy in the Sahara, back. They're bald, she's so scary, Sahara's gonna go into an alopecia convention and just, like, lose her fucking marbles. And then, the, and then the guy in the mask, I remember being afraid of him, but also oddly turned on by D? him. Yeah, oddly, oddly turned on. Oddly turned on by him, especially when he was like making her breakfast. I was like, "You still wear the mask like indoors?" Well, if you pay attention to the movie, he was Christian. I was a kid. He was badly disfigured. Is that why? Yeah. Oh. I remember he blew up Parliament. I remember that. He blew up more than Parliament. I just remember the ending. He burned down the concentration camp he was in. He was he is an escapee by the way, social dissident. Ooh, Uh, he destroyed. Um, the old, uh, God, what was it? The old Bailey, mm-hmm. I think, is whatever. It, it's like, it's like the building, I'm pretty sure, is attached to Big Ben, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then he destroyed, uh, Parliament at the end. I just think it's really interesting that, like, the Wachowski brothers have such, like, dark movies, but then, like, there's, like, they speed, make this. speed racers, like... Which I've never seen the anime. Although after this movie came out, there was a show on one of the Disney networks. Really? Uh, or maybe it was a Nickelodeon show. But I feel like you're making that up. I'm not. I can find it. But anyway, this movie stars Emil Hirsch, who plays Speed Racer, and I always. It's literally get... called Speed Racer: The Next Generation. I'm dead. I confuse him with um, Alden Ehrenreich all the fucking time. He does look like Alden. Ehrenreich. See, that's why I thought. Also, I, th- I just saw a tweet a while ago about uh, how, say what you want about Solo, but you can't tell me this man didn't act. And it was all, <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's young Solo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came out in 2008, by the way. Oh, that's it, it had two seasons. Um, pretty sure Rex wasn't. Uh, I watched a few of the episodes. I'm pretty sure Rex isn't his brother. He's just a guy. He's just like. He's just a dude. Yeah, he's just like. He's kind of like. you Watching the show, you would think he's like the bully, because it's like a, they're out of high school or whatever. I know. I know. I love that. It's like. It, I love when they put cartoons. Like, it's a completely different thing, but they're in the middle of the school. Yeah, it's like. I'm it's pre- like an alternate universe type shit. Yeah, and it's like, I'm pretty sure that he's not like the bully, because him and like Speed do like, do like talk, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like the other kids don't like Speed, because it's like, ha, you're poor. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I'm so dead ass. Like, I'm not sure if it's a poor thing or whatever, but he's very much, like, the outsider for no reason. I never did get that whole, like, oh, we're gonna bully you because you're poor. Like, homie, he already has, like, shit to do. You know what I mean? Right. He already's got a shitty situation. Alright? Why are we adding on to it? Yeah. I never did get that, but Emil has... Oh, okay. So... Okay, that makes so much more fucking sense. What? Okay. What? Uh, the speed mm-hmm. that, uh, the speed in this show mm-hmm. is not Speed Racer. Oh. Like, he, he, I'm shitting you not. He's an orphan named after Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> 
What the fuck? I'm gonna go to the first paragraph, or the, well, it's, like, it's not the first paragraph, but it's in like the premise. Is of this the show. real? Uh, it's so real. This series follows the adventures of an orphan teenager named Speed who dreams of being a famed car racer like the one he is named after. What yeah, the and, hell? yeah. And it's not in high school. It's the, it's it's the racing academy. Um, mm. founded by the racer family. Okay, this is an this is and an soon, ultimate. And soon, shit. we gotta watch this. No, <laughs> and soon experiences the difficulties of fitting in and competing with X, the best racer slash student in the school, and Speed Racer's son. Spritel himself is now the headmaster. In the pilot is movie, is Chim Chim still around? I don't know. There's a pilot movie, by the way. In the pilot movie, Speed discovers that he is the other son of Speed Racer, what me- meaning the that fuck? meaning that X is his brother. Okay, so they are brothers, but it's just not. No, it's not addressed at all. Oh, also, they don't race on an actual track. Another major plot device is the virtual track, a race track that transports racers to virtual racing environments known as the virtual world. Oh, my God. School faculty have the ability to add as many of their own obstacles as they wish, complying to school safety regulations. It's a fake track! <laughs> what spacey, safety regulations? Whenever a racer is defeated in the track, they are automatically dispensed into the real world unharmed. So, yeah. So, like, what was the point? However, like all programs, the virtual track can be infected with viruses or hacked, causing anyone trapped in the virtual world to be affected. Oh, so someone can just, like, accidentally shut the power off and you're stuck in there. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my God. That sounds terrible. I wonder why I had two seasons. (laughs) I had to go to the second season. (laughs) It debuted in... Wait. What? What? The first season ran from 2008, wait, from 2008-2009. The second season ran, both had the same amount of episodes. Mm-hmm. The second season ran from, uh, from 2011-2013. What, what'd y'all have the content for? I don't know. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I gotta go to the series finale, see what happened. Jesus Christ. So they anyway, <laughs> they get trapped in the virtual universe. Oh no, it's literally just like another episode. Like it's nothing like oh season finale, it just it's just another episode. Oh it sucks. Con- I hate Connor's that. new invention accidentally shrinks speed X and Lucy. I don't know who Lucy is. She's Trixie. And now they must And now they must know just Trixie is Speed's mom. And now they must survive being small until they can get Connor's attention. Oh no. So it's literally honey I shrunk for kids. Yeah. Chim Chim's still alive, by the way. Good for him. So, Emil Hirsch is also in the film Milk, The Darkest Hour. Have you ever seen that film? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god. It's when they're in Russia, and then they get those aliens, and then, like, either, like, the aliens can't see them, or if they are around electricity, then the aliens can see them. Mm-hmm. But I thought that premise was really cool. Also, why would you want to go vacation in Russia? That's such an odd vacation spot to go to. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't. <laughs> and also, The Girl Next Door. Have you seen that movie? girl next door mm-hmm. no I haven't okay so basically his girlfriend either she oh, is a porn star or she wait, was wait no no wait this one came out in like the 80s right no this, like, it was out? like the early 2000s really dude okay so it's like one of those like raunchy like movies oh. but like his girlfriend's like a porn star or was a porn star and they start dating and everyone's like oh why would she go she's so hot why would she go for like a loser like you like that type beat and I can't remember why or what he's doing but somehow he gets him and his friends oh it has a uh, fucking the riddler in it the riddler the guy with with uh edward edward cullen the riddlers 
Edward Collins Riddler. Yeah, him. Him. He's in it. He's in it. That was Sarah like, likes that guy. Dude, by he's the way. so fucking hot. I even thought he was hot in that movie. The guy who played Riddler in The Batman, like the, with Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson. She Sarah thinks he's hot. He's is sexy. I'm not the only one who thinks that. Okay, great. You're just one of but the anyway, people who are wrong. Um, Neil Hirsch ends up like he has to make this porn in his high school. But he doesn't end That's up doing it. Child porn, dog. dude. He doesn't end up doing it, dude. The Paul Riddler. Dano. But yeah, Paul Dano ends up doing it. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that. I thought honestly, everyone did pretty well in that movie. The Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought everyone. I'm sure, there's gonna be another one. The only person I wanted to know more about was like Alfred and James Gordon, but Alfred is just everyone knows who Alfred is, so I feel like they they didn't think they had to go too much into it. I love how Alfred is getting the Aunt May tri- treatment, just getting younger and younger and younger. And it was also Andy Circus, by the way. <laughs> what do Andy Circus is up to? Let's find out. Oh my god. We also have Matthew Fox starring as Racer X. He's also in Lost in this movie that Christian's been trying to get me to watch. We are Marshall. It's that's, it's good. That's where I was oh, oh, see. oh, so did you. Uh... No, I just looked up what movies he was in, and I just oh. saw that. Matthew Fox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We also have Christina Ritchie, who's also been on this podcast Christina before. Christina Ritchie. Christina fucking Ritchie. She's been on this podcast before. She was in our Halloween episode last year with mm-hmm. Adam's Family Values. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend. It was really fun recording. She's been on other episodes too, though, right? Um, just that one. We have our third time person who's been on this podcast well her likeness has. her likeness it's um it's uh it's her mom i just can't remember who that actress susan sarandon susan sarandon we have had her on this episode would be her third time but we've had her likeness on team america world please mm-hmm. that was a really fun episode so go listen to that um we've also had her in zoolander so both our comedy events back to back that was susan sarandon we also have Scott Porter, who plays Rex Racer, who's in the horror movie Prom Night, Dear John, and The To-Do List, starring Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. We also have our honorary member, John Goodman, who plays Pops Racer. Pops We've Racer. had him on Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, and this movie. And, uh, another movie I want to do in the future, mm-hmm. if we ever do it, is, uh, tw- is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh gosh. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen it? Yeah, I saw okay. it in theaters. In theaters. I saw it in theaters with my dad's second wife. In theaters. Oh, I saw it in theaters with. You're not gonna like my answer. Oh, your ex girlfriend. Yeah. You which one though? In? Oh. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Which one? Cause she's like, yeah, I ball like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarah was all, I only ever had one boyfriend. Yeah. He wanted her to move to Alaska with him. <laughs> if you're hearing this. I mean, you have balls, man. <laughs> balls, man. She's like, I'm not moving to Alaska. I just thought that was too much to ask to a 17-year-old girl, to be honest. Yeah, Sahara's getting groomed. <laughs> Mind you. He was only a year older than me. That's her interest in men, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you dated someone older than you, and then you had to come and collect me when I was still underage. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. The victim becomes the, the... offender. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, Sahara was a... Uh, um, grooming me too. Stop, Christian. Shut up, you fucking groomer. Christian! <laughs> okay, 
groomer. We also have Polly Lit, who plays Sprite Racer. Sprite. He was the he played the young bully in Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. He's also in Doubt with uh, Meryl Streep. Doubt. And the lifeguard with Kristen Bell. Woo. We also have Wally and Kinsey, who play Chin Chin, respectively. Woo. So the budget for this film was pages. Goddamn. sorry right. was 120 million, but grossed only 93.9 million. 120 million. Which was really disappointing because I really like this film. I can't believe it did under budget. Mm-hmm. So sad. So one of the main critiques that was divided among audiences was the overuse of CGI as well that. as two fast transitions. What do you think about that? That was a good a good quality. Or bad quality. Well, it was divided. Like people were like, "No, it's bad," and people were like, "No, it's good." We're like, and what were they saying? The CGI was good. Well, it was divided. Both of those things were divided. Yeah, it's weird. So, and it happened to me too. Mm-hmm. When you first see the CGI in this mm-hmm. movie, you're kind of just like, "Ew." Yeah. Like the backgrounds and stuff, and you're kind of like, "Ew." It's it like really be bad. So much of Spy Kids, like with the thumb thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the point. Yeah. They could have made a better movie, mm-hmm. but they wanted to be true somewhat to the anime mm-hmm. and I feel like that is where really this your strength is mm-hmm. and it's like the scene in um, uh, uh, the French Dispatch mm-hmm. where you have the artist who's in jail and mm-hmm. he makes like this weird thing mm-hmm. you know and uh, or he makes a weird modern art and it's weird looking and people mm-hmm. don't get it yet mm-hmm. and uh, Adrian and uh, Adrian Brody's character is mm-hmm. trying to sell like this art to the or tell his uh, two business partners like hey we should start selling this art you mm-hmm. know and he's showing them that and they're like I don't get it and uh, he, like one was like I don't get it uh, and the Adrian Brody's character is like you're not supposed to <laughs> but then also in that next in the same scene uh, he's like he's like here's the thing you ask them to paint you mm-hmm. a landscape or a portrait or something and they could do it it'd be easy mm-hmm. but they choose to do this because they think this is better mm-hmm. and out of his pocket he pulls a folded up drawing of a sparrow mm-hmm. like, it's like a perfect looking sparrow mm-hmm. and like the guys are like look at it like oh it's a perfect sparrow mm-hmm. and Adrian and Brody's character is just like he did this in 45 seconds <laughs> like it, he could do this if he wanted to but he yeah. thinks this is better yeah. and that's what how I feel about the CGI honestly mm-hmm. like they could make it look amazing mm-hmm. It's it was like the early 2000s like CGI is like Kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's just getting off the ground. Yeah. It was like 2008 when this, or 2007 yeah. when this came out. 2008. 2008. And so, like, it's not like it's just brand new, yeah. and so they don't have that, so they have that crutch to lean on. But mm-hmm. no, like, it's good. And the CGI in this movie is kind of somewhat dazzling in places, you know? But <laughs> mm-hmm. they want it to be true to the source material. Oh, yeah. And not, that's not saying the source material is ugly, mm-hmm. but the source material is an anime. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different medium. Mm-hmm. For then, uh, live action and CGI. You know? That's why I thought I like. I thought they mixed it really well, like for what it was. Because like as a kid, you're seeing this is a huge spectacle for us. Yeah. Like for us, I'm like, ooh, that that's cool. Like you know, like I thought that was more for us. And I really hate that whole criticism of like children's movies of like, oh, like this sucks. Like this isn't for you. You yeah. know. You know, and I think it doesn't like it doesn't take away from the story at all, and it doesn't take you out of the movie at all either. So yeah. that's my stance on it. Yeah. But with the transitions, I do think the whole like, especially with like the like, I guess like the head of a person like 
side like going to the side across your screen to show the next transition of the film i can't tell if they didn't like that or if they thought the transitions were too fast for you to keep up with some of them were kind of fast yeah but i mean if you're not like seven years old i think you can keep up with it i think even even then you could keep up with what was happening if you're not seven or 70 yeah like um and the thing is, a lot of transitions too. A lot of them, like with the head, like just scrolling around mm-hmm. across the scene, mm-hmm. or their 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 bust, you know, mm-hmm. shoulders up, yeah. like moving across the scene. And you see like people talking about them in the background, like when Speed's driving mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and you see the newscasters talking, yeah, like that. That's very much taken from the anime. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like it's no, keep, it. keeping with the style. Yeah, it's so, like you can't really fault it for that. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 is what it is. You know, if like. Would Star Wars be the same if its transi- transitions weren't like those iconic wipes that they have? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like those are, those wipes are Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. George Lucas could have just like cut mm-hmm. next part. He chose to do those transitions, mm-hmm. and because I think then because they were probably the easiest transitions he could do. Mm-hmm. But they also you know they they fit the charm. They probably didn't fit the charm when the movies came out. Mm-hmm. But now us looking back on them, we're like, oh, those wipes mm-hmm. or the text scroll yeah. or the laser sounds, even though yeah, there's the sound in space. Yeah, like. It's cool. It's very cool. No, I agree. Uh, what do you think of the racer family dynamic? I think it's. I think they all really love one another. Oh yeah, honestly. I could really tell. You, know, there are, the, the, you you can all tell from the get go that. So, I mean, granted, the movie tells you from the get go that something happened to them, mm-hmm. and they're still recovering like from that. Yeah. So they're very much trying to like. And it's the brought them apart. a lot, cl- a lot closer. I think. It's, it's. I feel like it's one of those family dynamics you see a lot in the beginnings of film, where mm-hmm. like they're all like super close or whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's like the one kid who's like, "Oh, I want to go off and see the world," yeah. and the family's like, "Okay, let's uh, try and just hold them closer." You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's one of those families. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they've already had that with their eldest kid, so I think with, like, Speed, they are afraid... Oh, my God. They are afraid of that, but they're okay with letting him go. Yeah. And that's why, like, in the beginning, like, you know how, like, he gets that sponsor, and they're like, okay, well, you know, if that's what you want, you know, because they're afraid to, like, lose the other kid. I don't even remember who the sponsor was, to be honest. It's Royalton. Oh, 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 oh. Was that really a sponsor? No, he wanted Speed to race for him. Wouldn't that be a sponsorship? No, that'd be your boss. Oh, I guess. Sponsorship would be more like you're doing your own thing and I'm helping you pay for it in addition to me getting the ad revenue from that thing. Like YouTube sponsors mm-hmm. or partners or whatever. No, Royalton, because you know how at the very end the people were driving the Royalton cars? Mm-hmm. He wanted Speed to drive for him with mm-hmm. those cars. Be his brand. Because Speed is already Racer Motors a driver. Mm-hmm. Royalton wanted him to be Royalton Motors a driver. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that was. And he, and he was prepared to buy out Racer Industries to do it. Oh. Be like, oh, okay, you don't have a choice. Oh. I, will, I will buy out your company. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you think of the racing motorsport? Like, does it feel real to you? Like, does it feel real to that universe? To this you, universe? The, yeah. Yeah. Like, to them, racing is like Everything. the World Cup. Yeah. Racing is like soccer. Racing to them is like what soccer slash football is to the, uh, the world here. Yeah. Maybe not in the United States if you're listening. In yeah. the United States, it'd be like their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the sport and the, the, the and the Grand Prix is the is the event like yeah. to watch. Yeah. Like it's like it's everything. It is everything. I will say though, there is another sport mentioned in this movie. Really? What is it? Do you remember? No. This is this is my hash fact before before the movie. When they're fighting those mobsters in the middle of the race like mm-hmm. uh, Monte Monte Cristo? Monte Cristo, mm-hmm. which I keep on saying Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo is a real place. It's okay. I put Fiji, but they say Fuji, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. that's another thing too. I, <laughs> I think that's just a pronunciation. People do say Fuji, mm-hmm. but it is Fiji. 
um, if you're American. Uh, but it's uh, their dad is a, is a state championship wrestler. Oh, he's a wrestler! wrestler. Yeah! Uh, Greco Roman style. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, his dad's a wrestler. I remember that. Or he was, or he was a state champion wrestler in high school. You know, I always thought that they put that in for just that scene, but if you watch the movie, like, he's wearing that ring the entire time. Yeah. I think that was really neat. I'm like, oh, is that your wedding ring? Uh uh-uh. uh. So, shall we get into it? Yeah, we yeah we may. So, Speed Racer. So, we start off with Speed in, like, the locker room, and he's, like, really anxious. He's, like, he's, like hyping himself up. He's like, yeah. Did you notice he's wearing red socks? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like, I guess we can tell you now, but basically when he was younger, his brother's It's literally, like, like that one of the next scenes. Like, might as well. I mean, I guess. But anyway, he's, like, he's in the locker room. He's, mm-hmm. like, on the bench. Mm-hmm. He's, like, tapping his foot. He's, like, getting into it. He's, like, he's listening to his hype music. You know, he... <laughs> listening to anything. He's, 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 like, you know, he's got, his, he's got his beats on. He's got a fuck, <laughs> fucking 50 cent blasting. You know, he's, like... Ready to go out there and I kill like somebody. I feel like is more like an Eminem kind of guy. He's listening to Lose Yourself. The moment. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like Speed's honestly more of a Lana Del Rey kind of guy. Oh my god, gotta get you in the zone. I but we're immediately thrusted into a flashback. Yeah, Speed's back in school. Yeah, and he's like trying to take this test, but it's obviously he can't concentrate. Yeah, Speed's a little stupid. Because <laughs> all he wants to think about is racing. Literally, yeah, he just, he just thinks about racing. So he does poorly in school. He, mm-hmm. he literally... Uh, I think his mom is like having a conference with his yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, we like, get like these two like, transitions yeah, between uh, like him like pretending to be. Yeah, a she, it, it, it was a cut scene of like when mm-hmm. he's like in his desk and he's just like closing his eyes and daydreaming about like driving. And he's Which like, I really he's, ma- he's making sound too though. He's like, Mm-hmm. I know. I really, he's really like, like that because like, did you notice that like they were like cartoon? Like obviously a child drew them. In yeah, the yeah but, but it was like but his child's drawings. Like the snake one. Did you notice the snake one? The snake coming, but cool. I thought that was really cool. And he's like, Granted, and speed, child speed's passing him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But, like, yeah, speed's making noise. And then we get a young Ariel Winter. I said, ah, not Sophia the first. Sophia the first. So she's, like, looking back at him, and speed's like, and he, she like smiles at him. Or yeah, whatever. she thinks it's cute. I but then like, like we come back to like the uh, Speed's mom and mm-hmm. the teacher, and uh, the teacher like pulls out like a scantron mm-hmm. that if you remember those are a bubble sheet for the test I mm-hmm. guess. And he's like, this is a the test that he like turned in like last week. Oh, because he asked like, oh, is anyone in his family like influencing him? No, she him? asked. She was like, oh, so where's your husband? And she's like, working. Which like that teacher was a bitch, bro. Like fuck you. And she's like working, and she's like, "Oh, is your is your husband named Rex?" And she's like, "No, that's his older brother." And the scantron says, "Go Rex." Go. Yeah, he's used the <laughs> bubbles to fill in "Go Rex, go." Yeah. He's like, and she's like, "This is a test you turned in last week, mm-hmm. or oh, whatever." Uh, like, so, so who's Rex? And so uh, we cut to school, and then like Speed's still doing his racing thing, mm-hmm. and uh, well, it ends. Like, yeah, it the, ends. The, the, the bell the, rings. Yeah. He like runs out of class uh-huh. or whatever. He runs out of class or whatever, mm-hmm. and his teacher's like, "Speed racer, slow down." Basically, but Ugh. his name's like Speed. So what were you expecting? Yeah. Also, this kid is ADHD coded. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and I remember watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Sahara brought up that fact because I got put on ADHD meds as a kid. Now, mm-hmm. did I probably need them? Yeah, they helped a lot, but. Um, I feel like a lot of kids get diagnosed because mm-hmm. simply teachers slash parents don't want to deal with that. Which I think is so sad. And I, and I feel like they're kind of just, and honestly it sends to both kids because um, name one child who enjoys like going to school. Anymore. I know, and sitting down for hours, like they need to get up. And like would they would rather be doing literally anything yeah. else. Like a kid's going to be distracted. I think some kids just attention spans, especially now that we have like tablets and stuff. 
like their attention span is a lot shorter so you have to constantly think of things to like entertain them with yeah yeah i used to be a daycare teacher so i would know (laughs) but um yeah it's the end of the school day and guess who picks him up but his older brother red driving the mach 5 i'm like is this thing street legal (laughs) really literally i'm like oh so you can like drive this out in the street and and a, a, a racetrack speed like, racer Mach 5 top speed also did you know that that car is in uh, Ready Player One I did I, uh, I, roughly I 250 miles per hour what R- roughly 250 miles per hour is how fast it goes is how fast it can go okay okay <laughs> that's not what I said no I was talking about oh uh, this link says 300 miles per hour but anyway, what you were saying? I said, did you know that that car is in Ready Player One? Yeah, I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Speed's like, hey, are you going to, like, the track? Track Thunderhead? <laughs> I think they just call it Thunderhead. Okay, so Speed's like, hey, I want to go. Can I go, please? And he's like, Marcus is like, no, no, you can't go. And he's like, please, 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 please. And he's like, oh, are you wearing your lucky red socks? Which is the same socks that older speed is wearing. Literally. I'm like, are those the same socks or do you just have red socks? And do you wear them every day? And how do they not have holes in them? Ew. <laughs> but anyway, so we see the two on the track together. Yeah. And, um... Because, like, because, uh, Rex is... Because before they go, Rex is like, if you flip the Mach 5 again, Mom is going to kill me. <laughs> Jesus. Or whatever. But yeah, but, yeah, so he's letting Speed... Like, Speed is on Rex's lap, and he's letting him, like, steer on the track. And this track is insane. Like, think of, like, when you, like, do your, like, fucking... Uh, hot Wheels track. Yeah, Hot Wheels track, but that's literally what this track looks like. But, um... So he tells Speed, like, hey, you need to, like like just you know drive and not think about it like you need to listen to the car and he's like you know like this one driver you know did won this whole track with his eyes closed and he's like oh cool no way and he's like okay so if you can do this like tell me when to make the jump so he asks speed who closes his eyes and feels for the car and he's all like now and he's like no and he's like now and he's like now and then like i kind of think that rex kind of hesitates a little bit and then does the maneuvering for the jump but I mean, like, I think it's just for us as the audience to see his face is, like, all, like, lit up and proud. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what happens after that. I think we cut back to the present. Yeah, so Speed, big, big Speed, older Speed, is now driving this same track. And, um, and um, we see, like, a ghost of kind of, like, his brother. I think we're starting to see the ghost of It's like, brother. you know when you play racing games mm-hmm. and you'll see, like, the ghost of your pre- of your best time mm-hmm. on, the, on this, this track ahead of you? It's like that. Yeah, and then, like, the announcers are talking about how fast Speed is going. And then we got Sparky, which is, like, his crew chief, who's like, holy holy, cow. Holy cow, holy Speed. Do you know who you're racing? And they're like, yeah. So, like, this race is, like, really, like, tearing this family up, low-key. Holy cow, holy Speed. You know how fast you're going? So we then, like, cut back to the past. And, um... You know, like, we see that Speed is right ra- Not Speed. Rex is racing this track, and then, like, Speed's like, oh my gosh, like, my brother's the best. Like, I love my brother. And his father is like, okay. It's not over yet. Like, cal- calm down. All right, kid, calm calm down. <laughs> and then Speed's like, no way. He's the fastest one out there. Everyone else is racing for second. <laughs> so we can really tell that, like, Speed really loves his older brother. Yeah. Mm. 
And then, you know, we cut back and forth between the present and the past, which can get a little confusing sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, we meet Spritel, who is around the same age as Young Speed yeah. in the present. And he's kind of saying the same thing. He's like, oh my gosh, my brother's so great. Like, look at how fast he's going. We meet Chim Chim. Chim Chim's so sweet. By the way, a fun fact. Mm-hmm. It's not really a fun fact. It's just something that I saw when I was doing my review for this movie. Mm-hmm. I remember I went back and I watched the final scene for this movie mm-hmm. on YouTube, mm-hmm. the final race. And someone commented uh, at America's Comic from like six years ago. One of the awesome things about this film is that they managed to make an action movie out of what is basically 95% close-ups of faces. It's about the acting and the selling of the characters. Oh, yeah. It's funny because uh, the original show would use that technique to save on money, but doing so, they stumbled upon a compelling, awesome way to tell a story. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we then see Trixie is also watching in the crowd of, with the racer family, and we get a flashback of how she met Speed, and basically she's talking to this girl. Like, this is young Trixie talking to this girl. And she's like, my daddy says this, my daddy says that, the whole family, my, my whole family's, that whole family's fucking my crazy. Drives road. And they're in this park, and Speed is like driving his little go-kart, and uh, you know, they make googly eyes at each other, mm-hmm. and then he, because Speed's not paying attention, he runs into some bushes. Yeah. But she also like punches this girl. Because she was making fun of Speed. She calls St- Speed the R-word. Yeah, and she punches him. And I said, ooh, ally shit. Ally. <laughs> so Trixie goes to go check on a Speed Racer and be like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Trixie. I'm in your class. And he's like, oh, cool. Do you want to ride this go-kart that I just crashed? And she's like, sure. And I'm sure. like, honey, where are your parents? Literally. I'm like, Did you just like, live here? So Speed takes her home, right? Would you get on the back of my go-kart? No, babe. I'd be like, no, thank <laughs> No, thank you. Women ain't shit, bro. <laughs> so, Trixie meets the family. She meets Pops for the first time. She meets Rex for the first time. And Speed's like, oh, hey, uh, I ran into this guy, and he like gave me this package, and he had a really cool car. And he's like, oh, yeah? But he had to go soon. Yeah, he had to leave. He, he so looked like he was in a hurry. And uh, Also, the box is ticking. Yeah, yeah. And, and they also said not to shake it too hard. Yeah, and, and like Steve, is, oh not Steve, um, Rex like sees a box, he's like, hold on, let me see that, and he picks it, puts it up next to his ear and hears it's, tick, it's ticking, mm-hmm. and he like, he's like, move, and he like, he snaps off a broom handle, mm-hmm. and uh, he like sticks it to Speed's uh, go-kart, sets it in reverse, and throws the box mm-hmm. on top, and launches out the driveway mm-hmm. so that it explodes out there. And I'm like, first off, hey, you just blew up your little brother's go-kart. No, for real. Second off, you could have just thrown it outside. <laughs> Those poor fucking neighbors, bro. But anyway, that was Trixie's, like, memory of, like, Rex. Because now the end, we're back in the present, and the announcers are talking about, like... Because since Speed is going so fast and is, like, tracking up with his brother's record, they started talking about Rex. Chalking it up, bro. Yeah, they started uh, talking about Rex Racer and how, like, how he was kind of, like, a dirty driver, you know? And um, we see that Rex that we'd cut back to Rex like it was like a dark stormy night and he's like hey like I'm, I'm leaving well he doesn't really say that he's leaving but his brother comes in his room he's like hey like are you leaving he's like yeah I gotta go and he's like can I come with you and Rex is like no not this time and he hands him the keys to the Mach 5 yeah and then um then after Rex tries to leave his father stops him and they get into like a huge argument like 
hey, if you walk out that door, like, you're not welcome in this house anymore. And Rex walks out the door. And we see that, like, the family still watches his races. But then they call Rex, like, a dirty driver because I guess he, like, spins people out of control, I guess. Yeah. Like, he makes people crash and stuff. And then his dad's like, turn it off, speed. We don't need you watching. But, like, this is the beginning of when we see, like, those, like, close-ups and quick transitions. Mm, Yeah. I guess you could call them montages. Mm -hmm. But, like, it reminded me of this. So, in that same clip of the final race, there's this. There's this scene right here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can cut the audio out, but I'm going to play it for Sahara. Mm -hmm. And I want her thoughts of the scene immediately afterward. Okay. All right. So, this scene, Mm -hmm. what are the things you point out in, like, the next, like, ten seconds? Okay. So, what I see from that is this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to break down this, just this little 10 second clip, okay? okay. So, you see Speed. Mm-hmm. Speed, he's right here, mm-hmm. he's looking like dead ahead of like mm-hmm. what he's like mm-hmm. doing for. And he's, he starts to move over mm-hmm. to one side, mm-hmm. so, he, so he can listen to Rex mm-hmm. and fan theory, his brother, uh, his ex, actually not Rex, but Eraser X, giving him advice mm-hmm. or whatever, he's like, oh, you don't... Uh, uh, he's like, oh, you do this because this, you know. He's giving him good advice. Mm-hmm. And he moves to one side, and we see speed, like as he's listening to advice, like mm-hmm. passing everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you notice here, there's even like an imprint of a six on the screen. Really? Yeah, like right at the very end when he cuts in front. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, and so you see him like whip past like his mm-hmm. entire competition. Mm-hmm. And then on, immediately after that, we cut back to the extreme close up mm-hmm. of his face, and it moves uh, again to the side. Mm-hmm. Just as he hears uh, Royalton. Royalton talking, Royalton, the villain, like mm-hmm. talking to him, telling him about like how he'll like, uh, you know, yeah, he's like, oh, you'll never be a real race car driver, mm-hmm. and it's just like that right there. It's like such really good like mm-hmm. shots yeah. from that scene. Yeah, I just I really like the whole dynamic of like speed, you know, uh, as he's like moving in and out of the competition. You see him moving to allow for like his thoughts mm-hmm. or whatever of what people have said to him. Mm-hmm. No, it's really cool. Like, as he weaves his way through, he's weaving his way through life, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's I just really like, like, that whole final race is like... That um, whole final race is like, oh It's honestly, God. like, I know it's the climax, but it honestly is, like, my favorite part of the movie. The top ten, like, Literally. climactic scenes, bro. Mm-hmm. Top ten anime moments. But, yeah, so, like... Back in the past with Rex's dirty driving, we learned that he's like even put on trial in front of the racing league, and you're like, whoa, okay. Whoa. It's pretty getting pretty serious. Getting pretty serious. We see Rex, Rex. We see Speed get in trouble because some guy is talking shit about his brother. Um, and then we see like the tragic night of when Rex died. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he was racing, and I guess that it was too icy, and he the car blows up, and the entire family, including Trixie, watched that race, and I cannot imagine being a guest in that house and watching the. the can you imagine going to your friend's house and then you watch that their family member that they're watching? Oh my god, I would never talk to them again. <laughs> so, that's, that's too much for me. I need to recuperate. You need to recuperate. I need to recuperate. It's just like you're thrusted into like this whole like, like whoa. So mean. But anyway, Rex takes it. Rex. Oh my God, Speed takes it really hard. Yeah, like, like he's like crying. I mean, yes. granted, he lost his brother. Yes. So he's like crying like a so, lot, and he's like yeah. he's visibly like, like shaken. so upset. 
And I just think it's so wild that, like, his mom is still able to comfort him when she herself lost a child. Like, that was her son, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we see Pop standing in the doorway. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, like obviously, like, something in their family dynamic has completely and utterly shifted. You know? And as I say that, when did when did Spiral come along? Uh, a few years after that. <laughs> What's crazy to me is, like, it looks like Rex is the same age Speed was mm-hmm. as Speed is with, well, without Spiral. No, Spiral's. no, no, most definitely. But, like... Everyone is thinking of that night, including that family when we're thrusted back into the present, including Speed, who is still racing. But, like, he is obviously in the lead, and everyone is wondering if he is going to, like, beat his brother's, like, uh, record. Mm-hmm. So, after that, like, Speed is literally, like, chasing his brother's ghost. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at the very last second, like, he lets his brother have it. What do you think about that? I think that's honestly, like, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see that comment section in the, uh... I think you told me this, where that guy, uh, he had his dad's... Oh, yeah, dad. it was, a, it was, it was from a, it was from a post online somewhere mm-hmm. years ago, and they were asking about, like, oh, like, what was your, like, they were talking about video games, like, mm-hmm. oh, and what's, a, like, your most, most emotional moment, like, a video game, and... A lot of them were talking about, like, actual moments in games mm-hmm. or whatever, but this guy, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, I had this, like, racing game when I was a kid, and um, I remember I was playing, and uh, we might, him and his dad would play a whole bunch, mm-hmm. and he, later on, you know, they stopped playing after a while, but then uh, his dad, like, d- passed away of something mm-hmm. or whatever, and then, like, years later, he found their game console, and he loaded it up again, and it loaded back to that game, and it was... Uh, he started playing and he was like uh he just started playing on whatever save was there and he saw uh the ghost of whoever had the fastest lap on that save mm-hmm. there and it turned out that, that, that it was his dad's save mm-hmm. and so he was seeing his dad again that's so crazy like that would make me cry bro I'd yeah. be like oh my gosh yeah it was really it sad. was really emotional yeah like i can feel the emotion in that whole story yeah but anyway rex rex speed wins Speed wins, and we get this like cutscene of like cutscene. Well, we get this cut, and it's this mysterious, mysterious guy. And this lady's like, "Oh, speed's gonna be like really good." Yeah. And the mysterious guy's like, "Oh yeah, he already is, you know." He already. Yeah, is. he's like really great, you know. And but he's like, if they don't get to him first, bum bum bum. So you're already like, what the fuck does that mean? Literally. But we cut to the next morning, and every we're at the Racer family house, and they're having breakfast, and but we see like Spritle and like Chim Chim are like you know goofing off because obviously it's like Saturday morning. You yeah. Know? I would just like to say that their pajamas are so fucking cute. Like Spritle's wearing monkey pajamas, and Chim Chim is wearing like people pajamas. People pajamas. <laughs> I think that's really like like oh my god like I thought that was so fucking cute. But anyway, we see, um, what's his name? Sparky is like reading the newspaper and they, they're, they're talking about speed and how he won, but they're not talking about racer motors. And then that's when Pops like says like, oh, well, you know, the big companies like take control of like what the news says about the racing. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously they're not going to get mentioned because they're an independent an independent. Yeah, and we see Trixie come in and she's like, oh, hey, good morning, Racer family. And she's like, is Speed up? 
I know, literally. And Joseph Speed like make, like makes his appearance in the dining room mm-hmm. and joins his family for breakfast. And then Trixie like excitedly tells him, he's, he's like, "Oh, you know, you're all over the papers, and like the public loves you." And uh, Sparky then adds on that he's like, he's like, "There's a lot of speculation about which team uh, Speed will join." Mm-hmm. As uh, Speed grabs uh, the paper to read what mm-hmm. he's reading, and so suddenly the entire house like starts to shake mm-hmm. and Spidal and Chim Chim start to freak out they're like earthquake and they get under the table and uh, Pod or Pops is like what are you doing and uh, is it Pa or Pops it's Pops, Pops? Okay. yeah uh-huh. but anyway guess who's there do you know what I'm talking about no. Regular show. Oh my god, yeah! Okay, so <laughs> the guy there is Mr. Royalton. He's like, oh, hey. Royalton, Royalton. Yeah, for, for mo- he's he's like a big like motor uh, company. Mm-hmm. And he starts sweet-talking the family like very, very fucking quickly. He's like, oh, mom racer, I got you these um beautiful flowers that like change color. And pops racer, I got you these cigars that are like hella fucking expensive. Fresh Cuban cigars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, well, mom racer's like, do you want to like join us for breakfast? He's like, oh, are those like pancakes? And she's like, yeah, what else would we have for breakfast? He's like, I fucking love pancakes. Pancuchin. <laughs> so. We see Homie eating the pancakes, and Spiral's, like, super, like, suspicious of them. Suspicious. Yeah, which I think is too cute. Yeah. But, um, he, like, tells Mom Racer, he's like, oh, I need, I'm gonna buy your recipe, and I'm gonna have my lawyers, like, draw it up. And you already have an inkling of what this man is, just by, like, those three interactions with parts of the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, just the way he, like, sweet talks his way, like, through the family, as well as, like, oh, I have money to spend. Let me just, like, let me buy your recipe. Let me buy your recipe. Also, also, do you think, like, did, did, did he actually buy her recipe? He's writing a check. So. I know, that's why I'm, like, like, so, like, did he still do Is it? Is she never allowed to make this again? <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah, um... After that, basically, Royalton invites the entire family to, like, go to his, like, company. Hooray! And so they take his, like, flying helicopter thing, and they're like, wow, we're, like, really close to the ground. And he's like, yeah, there's only, like, six people who can, like, do that, and I'm one of them who have permission to fly this low. Literally, I'm just like, okay. (laughs) I know, literally. And then, like, um... So they see the stadium for the Grand Prix, and Spinal's like, oh, my brother's going to race that one day. And Royalton's like, oh, yeah, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. If he has the right resources. No. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they make it to Royalton's, like, company, and already it's, like, pretty big, pretty hectic, because, like, they come up, these, his, like, assistants, I guess, come out on this, like, this long-ass go-kart. Literally. <laughs> it's like a limousine go-kart. <laughs> Look if that makes sense. Yes, and they all, like, come... The, pe- the, the people who work for Royalton all come out, greet the racer family. And then there's one assistant. I can't remember what her job was. Her job it, is hot assistant. <laughs> when it was... Like, he basically said, he was like, yeah, so ask her anything. It's her job to, like, make it come true. And I'm like, I don't think I like that, the way you said that. Because, like... I'm gonna need you to re-say that in a less threatening way. No, for real. Because, like, she has, like, her cleavage out, but it's, like, obvious that her cleavage... Like, it's not even, like, a, 
oh, that's a little too low for work. But it's like, not like a little boobage. It's a lot of boobage. Yeah, like, it's definitely, like, this, like, we're getting side boob here. And, like, a really short skirt. And she's like, oh, hey, speed, like. Let me do. Let me. Let me, let me do things. I just know Trixie was like prepared to throw. Dude, me I would have been fuming. I'd have been like. I was like, let me ask my wife about that real quick. <laughs> so, hey Sarah, can I go with her? <laughs> no. Okay. My wife said no. <laughs> so then Royalton like takes them on a tour, and it's just like the most insane shit you have ever and seen. And here is our gyroscope, <laughs> and here is our race car facility, and here is our all-you-can-eat Olive Garden salad buffet. <laughs> so he shows the family like how fast they make cars, and it's like how, how fast can they make them in thirty-six hours? Yeah. How so long does it take you to make cars? And Pops is like, oh, well, you know, Sparky's like, about five weeks. Or no, he says, like, he two says. months. Oh, he two. said it takes them two months to give or take to complete a car. And he's like, oh, well, you know, if you guys come on with us, like, you can use our resources. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then he starts nudge, showing, nudge, um, he starts showing speed, like, oh, uh, you have to, like, be like our driver we expect our drivers to be like the fittest and there's like this insane gym where they're like doing like gymnastics and shit yeah and then he's like oh we want our like drivers to be in like physical condition oh yeah and they're like uh one's like in like one of those like space like g-force things and he's in it while eating noodles and then another one is like in like a really cold tundra like trying to like survive the extreme cold and then they see like um them take out like I don't know if it's like their generator or or whatever it or their car's engine yeah it's like it's like their cars it's like the car's reactor because this shit looks like it's gonna like kill whoever touches it no for real yeah and they're like oh look at how fancy that looks wow Wow. and then he's like oh can't show you everything trade secret <laughs> Trade secret. That's literally a little timbo. And so then they show the apartment that Speed would be in if you were to like be with Royalton. Yeah. And Sprite like, oh my god, this is so cool. Uh, there's a pool and, and and large bedrooms. And then um You can live here. Oh yeah. If you that is, if you know how to kill him. <laughs> ooh, kill him. Ooh, kill him. Oh my ooh, god. Ooh, kill That's the only reason I've been saying that all week. It's because I was waiting for this movie and I didn't want to forget. <laughs> this can be all, This future can be all yours, that is, if you know how to kill. <laughs> Spridal's like, oh, I know how to kill. Ooh, ooh, ooh kill, kill him. him. <laughs> ooh, Sarah. Ooh, ooh. Stop. <laughs> You're annoying, dude. You're annoying. Oh right? my god. Um, god, I can't even remember what happens after that. Um, so, I guess Speed goes off to go try on, um, like, a suit or whatever. And then Royalton kind of talks up the family again. And then Pops kind of is like, hey, you know, like, I don't really like all this. Like, this is, like, way too much. To be honest, I hate this. No, for real. Like... You know, like, he's like, people like you think you can just pay off other people and get away with breaking the rules. You think the rules don't apply to you. No, he's like, real. I assure you they don't. <laughs> no, for real. Like, and he's like, but you know, if this is what Speed wants, like, we're going to support it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I really like about the family. So anyway, Speed comes back, 
And he's like, and everyone's like, ooh, speed. Like, ooh, looking sharp. Ooh, yeah. Because he's got a new suit on. And Wotan's like, oh, you know, hey, keep the suit. You know, even if, like, you don't pick me, like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, kill him. I'm sorry. Like, keep the suit as a gift. And so he tries to sit, like, uh, speed down, and he's like, okay, like, are you, are you, like, ready for this offer? Yarn. And Speed's like, oh, well, I don't know. And then Royalton's like, oh, well, you know, this this offer doesn't come, like, every day. And he's like, oh, okay, well, Speed's like, well, in that case, if I had to choose now, and then, like... And Royalton's like, oh, like, shh. Like, like, finger, like, finger on his lips, like, shh. <laughs> Not really. But he's like, you're right. Come, how, give it, how about in a week? Perhaps you would give me your answer. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right, you know, like, give it some thought, you know. And so, I think after that, that's when we meet Tejo. Yeah. Yeah. Tarlet Johansson. Oh, my God. We see this guy get beat up. Like, we cut, like, it's such a stark, like, whoa, okay. Yeah, you see this guy getting beat up (laughs) by Mm -hmm. these mobsters who, Mm -hmm. I forget what their names are. We don't want to know their names. We don't need to know. Their they names. have names, like like they call the main go- boss, like sometime. Mm-hmm. But either way. But yeah, he's getting beat up, and In I don't a know. Truck. I yeah, like I don't know if they're like. I don't know if we're what. But basically, Tejo is getting beat up for not making his part of the deal. And I can't remember if he won a race or he lost a race that he was supposed to lose or win or whatever. Either way, he's being punished for it. Yeah. And so this mob boss is very, like, ooh, ooh, you know. You need to listen to me, son. Yeah, literally. And, like, if I had it my way, you'd be swimming with the fishes, like, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. But he behind him is, like, a tank of piranhas. And he gets out, like, this packet of meat. And he, he like, tosses it in Yeah, there. and he, like, cut it up and he's like, well, your turn. <laughs> Tejo's hand and he starts to like dip it into the uh the tank and he's like oh you better be careful next time it's your sister that's gonna go in here and you're like oh no oh my god but before like the piranhas can like attack they get like an intercom from the driver and the the driver's like sir he's here and they're like is it him is it him oh god crikey because, you know, they have, like, accents. Blimey! So, we get this uh, driver who is, like, driving all... Like, it is a wild ride from start to finish this whole chase. By the way, scene. I just want to point out, I don't know if anyone knows about this mm-hmm. or notices this, but, like, a good number of the guns that the mobsters have... Mm-hmm. Aren't they, like, Tommy guns? ...are old as shit. Yeah, aren't they Tommy guns? Like, they have they have some Tommy guns. I saw an MP40, mm-hmm. old submachine gun, mm-hmm. like, uh, I saw, like... Some guy has uh, a a Walther like mm-hmm. pistol. Some guy has like I don't know. They're just old. Mm-hmm. They're old, and I'm just like, why do they have like comically old guns? You know. I even thought their outfits kind of looked like spirit Halloweeny, like mafia. Yeah, like costumes. one guy pulled out like a grease gun, mm-hmm. like like which uh, all those guns I mentioned were like made in the forties. So like I'm looking at them like it's their aesthetic. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, why do you have? I don't know. Is that just, like, the comic decision? Like, did all the bad guys in the show have, like, old guns because it came out back then? I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know. They're just, like, the comically, like, bad guy guns. But how they try to shoot this driver down is that they put the paintings off the wall and then to reveal, like, a hole into the, like... Yeah. And they start shooting at the car. Yeah. So the driver starts shooting back, but he does it while driving backwards. And I said, oh, shit! (laughs) Crikey. 
And so obviously, like the mafia people are taking hits, and like it's a really cool scene where it's like it's kind of in slow mo, uh-huh. and we see that the tank has also taken a hit, and the mafia boss is like, "No, my babies." So he tells one of his goons to stick their finger in, in the tank to stop the leaking. Oh, oh my god! And obviously the piranhas eat the finger. It's like, oh my god! And the homie still keeps his finger in the tank, bro. I would have been like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So anyway, um, the driver of the truck that they're all in, he's like, hey, we can't take another hit. We need to like just drop Tejo because that's what they want. Yeah. So he's like, okay, slow down, but don't like stop the truck. Uh-huh. So they throw Tejo out the, the the door, and it's very like anime. Like I'm pretty sure it has like a word like whoosh or something like that, or I don't know. It spells out something. I can't remember. Kapow. It's maybe. But, like, Tejo lands, and the racer stops, and we see that it's Racer X, and he's like, oh, hey, you good, bro? And he's like, yeah, okay, cool, then, like, you know, get up. So, uh, Racer X is, like, driving him, and uh, he's like, hey, you know, you don't have to do this by yourself. Because I guess Tejo is trying to take off this, take on the mafia bosses on his own, and I guess Racer X is part of, like, this bigger group, and he's like, hey, you don't have to do this by yourself. And he's like, you know, like, we need to put, like, people like them. And, like, like you know, Racer X really reminds me of, like, fucking Batman. I would just like to point that out. Yeah. But he's like, hey, you know, you don't have to, like, um, do that. You know, like, you know, we need to bring them to justice together. And, like, Tejo's like, yo, I don't really trust justice. And I think it's a very waste of time. Yeah. And Racer X doesn't really like that. And he's like, okay, well, get out of my car. You know, you're wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And he tells Tejo, he's like, hey, um, we'll see each other in Fuji, and that uh, when you lose, because you won't finish the race, uh, call this number, and you know we'll work with you. And Tejo's like, okay, cool, whatever. 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 And then, you know, we cut back to uh, Speed and Trixie kind of having this romantic date, which is such a, like like whoa transition kind of thing Mm -hmm. you're like i feel like i have whiplash a little bit i won't lie but like they're overlooking like this overpass super romantic won't lie and Trixie's like hey like what do you think of this deal and speed's like you know i don't really know like it sounds like a really good deal but can i really trust it Mm -hmm. and she's like oh well you know you're becoming famous now like are you gonna have like time for me and he's like of course i'll have time for you she's like oh, well, I think I need to be reminded if you, like, have time for me. And he's like, oh, like, what, like, what are we talking about here? And he's like, uh, do you need, like, wheels that are burn marks on your wheels that spell your name? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, do you need, like, maintenance on your copter? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, well, what about when I win a really big race to scoop you up and kiss you? And she's like, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you, um, show me? And, he, and they're about to kiss. They're about to do their little thing. And you just hear from the background, <laughs> <laughs> And, like, they realize that Spridal and Chim Chim are, like, in their trunk, which, like, becomes a recurring theme of this movie. And I'm like, dog, at what point do you just start checking your trunk? No, for real. Leave? And so they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I thought you guys were going to go to the track. I didn't know you guys were going to make out. Blah. And he's like, okay, we're going to take you home. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Can we stop for ice cream first? Valid, valid <laughs> question. Sahara on our on vacation. We just got back from vacation, by the way. Oh yeah, and we're devoted, to y'all. You're welcome. <laughs> so next we 
see that Royalton is like talking about uh the car is gonna re- win the Grand Prix to like um, the Grand Prix, the Grand Prix, the Grand Prix with um, Mr. M- Musha, Masta. I don't know. So, I'm I'm guessing it's M- Musha Motorsports. Or whatever. Yeah. So I guess they're like I don't know why. Real they're... quick, real quick, quick sidetrack. When I was a kid, I had this. My dad had this. I was, it's not super a long time ago. It's like because I remember he had a smartphone, and he had this game on there. It was like a racing game. And I was like, okay, uh, can I play that? And he was like, sure. And we were just, like, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember we were sitting there. And um, uh, I was, like, I was, reading, I was reading the words. And there was, like, it was, like uh, different racing terms. Like, mm-hmm. there was, like, oh, like, circuit or whatever. Like, and then, like, Grand Prix or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as a kid, I've never seen the words. So I was like, okay, Grand Prix. Because P-R-I-X. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, my, my dad was like, don't say that. And I was like, why? He's like, it's a bad word. And I was like, okay. And so my, I spent like a few years mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, is pricks like a bad word? P-R-I-X? Mm-hmm. Like, is that just a bad word if you say that? He's like, it's pre, but if you say pricks, it's bad. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, and, he thought you were saying pricks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't make that connection until like a few years ago. And I was like, wait. Because I remember I thought, and it all started because like someone was like an asshole and I was just like, prick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's like the neurons are firing they're connecting <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the mind me found an extension cord unplugged no wonder what this was for <laughs> like my system, my brain does a full system reboot so royalton and uh musha are like trying to like knock out uh to- Tobogon, which is uh, Tejo's dad's father's his, his father's company, yeah. and they're trying to take him out because I guess he has a monopoly, or I guess he's like the top. Either way, yeah, him and Royalton are like mm-hmm. the only two companies that produce this like car part or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they're 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 trying to go get together to knock him out. So that'd be important later, and then we cut to Speed coming back to uh, Royalton's. Oh my God, I missed a part in the fucking. When they were touring, where he runs, yeah, when he runs into Cannonball Taylor, yeah, yeah, and they're like in that big ass ballroom that's like completely different from yeah. And Cannonball Taylor is supposed to be like Mm -hmm. the best racer. Yeah, he's won like so many races. He's like the Brad Pitt of the racing world. Yeah, and he he races for the world. He's future Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah, yeah. That will be important later. Sorry, we missed it. Literally. But anyway, Royalton's happy to see Speed, and Speed's all like, "Oh, hey, cool, like." I'm here, and they start discussing, like, Speed's future, and, like, he shows him, like, these five pages, of multiple pages, of, like, uh, a contract, and I'm like, god damn, get a lawyer to read all that, because holy shit, what do you need five contracts to sign? You know what I mean? Okay, Christian's like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what would you sign? No, for real. So, Speed basically tells Royalton that, like, you know, racing means the world to his family, you know. And we also see that, like, while they're, like, talking and, like, Speed's about to have, like, this really big speech for Royalton, we see that Spidal and Shipshim have stowed away yet again. Once again. And they're just kind of eating the candy uh, on the plane. And, um... Yeah, so that's what Spider and Chim Chim are doing. But then Speed, like, explains to Royalton that, like, you know, racing's everything and that working on cars with his father, he's been doing that since he was in diapers. 
And he tells Royalton that when his older brother died, that all the fun and racing kind of went away. Yeah. And it nearly killed their family. So that even that even almost killed Pops, who like didn't set foot in his shop for like over a year. Just crazy. But Speed then starts telling him the story about how when him and Pops were like younger, like when he was a kid, that like his Pops was writing was like watching like the forty three pre and that um even though they knew like the outcome, like they were still like cheering on like the winner of the race to like go. Yeah. Because it was like one of those like underdog kind of tales. And he explains like they both cheered and they looked at each other and realized that racing is in their blood. But for Pops, it, it isn't just like a sport, it's their religion in their house and that major sponsors like Royalton are kind of like the devil. And Speed tells Royalton that he doesn't mean to offend him and he does appreciate the offer that was given to him. But after everything him and his family have been through, like especially the death of their older brother, like he does not think this this is the kind of deal that he wants to make. And Royalton is like, okay. I hear you. But. Fuck you. <laughs> Literally. Royalton's just an asshole. Royalton is an asshole. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, like, the real, like, real shit about motor racing, okay? But then we cut back to Spritel and Chin Chin, who have eaten all the fucking candy. And it's just sprawled out all in the middle of the floor on this little coma. But then they hear, like, somebody coming. And so they try to hide. And that person who's about to clean the plane is like, oh my god, I think we have mice again. Literally, because they see all the trash from the yeah. plane. So, but then we come back to Royalton and Speed. And he shows them, like, all these, like, old-timey pictures and shit. And, like, yeah. memorabilia of, like, uh, like, the golden age of racing. And basically, the point he's trying to prove is that, like, racing... Yeah, because Speed's like, there's no way racing isn't controlled. There's no way racing's controlled by just companies. Mm-hmm. And then Royalton's like, racing was created by the companies. Mm-hmm. And, like, these five auto owners came together and formed this Grand, Grand, Grand Prix Racing League. Mm-hmm. And they've been fixing races ever since in order to line each other's pockets and, and spur continual growth or whatever. And then Speed's like, what? No way. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, well, oh. And he talks about, you know, Burns and Stippleton or whatever, mm-hmm. who uh, Bur- it was like is like a famous race from mm-hmm. a long time ago that they keep alluring to. Mm-hmm. And um, Ken Burns is a character in this movie, by the way. He's yeah. A, he's a, he's a, a, an announcer. Yeah. And so, uh, and because uh, Speed's like, oh, yeah, I mean, my dad used to watch it all the time mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, but... And then Royalton's like, dude, even that even that race was fixed. Like, Burns, Burns knew he was going to win that race. They were just hyping up the Burns and the, his rivalry with the other racer. And they were like, but here's the thing with the real winner. This guy, he, like, spun out in, the, like, the third lap or whatever, and he didn't finish the race. Mm-hmm. Because of that, that st- uh, the stock price had dropped for that for his company mm-hmm. would drop super low. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, they weren't worth, like, a buyout or whatever from another company. Mm. And so they were able to use them not getting bought out to per- buy other companies and yada, yada, yada. So, and so they ended up growing. Yeah. And then, like, Royalton's like, oh, racing may be your religion, but money is mine. Because that's the only thing that matters. So you're going to sign the contract or not? Are you ready to become a real race contract? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. But also, uh, we get, like, in between those, that seriousness, we get, like, cuts of, like, Spritel and, like, Chim Chim, like, on, like, a, the, the go-kart thing and just causing Wee. havoc. But we also see that they are, like, incognito in, like, a, in, like, a lab coat. And it's very, like, uh, Little Rascals-esque as, like, uh-huh. they're on top, like, 
the chimchim is on top of Spiral's shoulders, and our chimchim has a hard hat. And they're looking at one of the uh, rooms, but it's I guess they're testing a spear hook, and yeah. and that's basically like this, it's like a grappling hook. Yeah, in, in the racing world in this universe, it's illegal mm-hmm. because what it does is it attaches your car to their car, so it stops them from being able to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We then cut back to Royalton and Speed, and uh, Royalton tells him, he's like, hey, when you're going to drive in that Fuji race, and you're going to try and prove that, like, I'm lying, but I'm really not, and you're going to lose, and then... You're going to lose. And then um, your dad's going to... Uh, everyone's not going to trust your dad, because they're going to think that your car is faulty, and he's going to lose all his uh, um, clients, and then you're going to get sued, and then your dad's not going to have any money, and it's going to be all your fault. And... We actually do see that actually happen, where, like, all of what Royalton said had, like, come true. But, like, we then cut to, like, Royalton's office, and Speed, like, basically tells him, he's like, hey, like, my boss is, like, right about you. You're kind of a dick. You are the devil. Yeah, and then, like, uh, the security guard who caught up with, like, uh, Spritel and Chim Chim, because, you know, they got caught. He's like, oh, hey, you know, like, these guys were at, we're here, and Royalton's like, okay, we'll get them out of here, you know, because, like, um, he's like, he tells Speed, like, you just made the biggest mistake of your life, and before the door closes, like, Spritel, like, flips him off. Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! So, it's the end of the Fuji race, because we cut back, and we see that, like, all of what uh, Royalton said was obviously true. Yeah, speed like crashed out. Yeah, Literally. and he's in the he's in the locker room, and he comes up, and Ben Burns comes up to him, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you know, kid, like that. I mean, like, that was some pretty pretty neat racing you did out there." And he's like, "I mean, yeah. I mean, I still lost." And he's like, "Hey, you know, tough break." And Ben Burns kind of like walks away, and he's like, "Mr. Burns, is the forty three Grand Prix fixed?" And he's like, "He's like, you know, everyone thought me and Stapleton hated each other. Funny, ain't it?" And he walks away. Yeah. And you're like... Yeah, proving Royalton true. Sir. I would have been like, sell out! Because he's saying, he's like, you know, everyone thought we hated each other. We were cool. They just made that up. Mm-hmm. So, back at the race or home, we see Sparky's, like, reading about the race and about how Pops is getting sued. And they start calling Speed a dirty driver. Literally. And Same that, thing that happened to Rex, too, yeah, by the way. Yeah, and basically how the racer family puts a shame to the sport. And you're like, God damn. Uh-huh. But basically, everybody wants to do something about it. But Pops is like, no, no, we need to prove to them that we're better the old-fashioned way. And um, that this is all just a scare tactic. And then, like, you know, like... Like, we just need to, you know, like, do this our own way, you uh-huh. know, not stoop to their level. And they get a knock at the door. Who could it be? But the inspector. Detector. Inspector detector. <laughs> Isn't that what he's called? Yeah, that's his name. But anyway, he's, like, outside with Racer X. May I come in? And Racer X tells the inspector, he's like, hey, this is kind of a bad idea. And you're thinking to yourself, why, why is this a bad idea, Mr. Racer X? But hey. He's come, and Spritel opens the door, and he sees Racer X, and Racer X has a huge reputation of just being, like, a bad boy driver, you know? Yeah. He's like, I don't know what Spritel calls him, he calls him the, har- the Harbinger of Doom or something. The Harbinger of Doom! <laughs> it, okay, to be honest, racing in this world is the most important thing, but it's also very much like the WWE. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. 
Like, how, is he what? is he the the fucking grave grave robber? Yeah, grave I feel like Racer X is just this universe's fucking uh uh. What's his name? Undertaker. Undertaker. I was yeah. like, who the fuck is the grave digger? It's not a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a monster truck? Yes, dear. So, anyway, the inspector is there to be like, hey, so we made this deal with Tejo that will help us get to, um, I guess, the, 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 the mafia that he's with as well as connect it to Royalton so we can put him away. Mm-hmm. But we need his we need Speed's help because Tejo specifically asked for him to be on his team to win this like cost crunchy race. And that if him and X win this race, then I guess the the profit for his family will go up and that 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 makes Tejo's deal go and then he'll give us files for the information that we need. And they're like, oh I don't know. Pops is like, I don't know, like cross-country racing is kind of like a back alley thing i don't really feel comfortable with that uh-huh. plus where they're racing at and they're like oh costa Cristo," and they're like oh, which is where rex died and they're like no 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 no, we're not putting speed into that mm-hmm. like this is too much but um oh my god i think i skipped some oh no i did but before mm-hmm. that um i would just like to point out this one scene where Speed is like really upset about all the information that he learned and his mom comes in to comfort him yeah and she's like oh hey you know like when you race like it's really beautiful to like watch like I feel like I'm watching a painter create art and I think it's just really beautiful and I think you need to like do what you need to do you know yeah like obviously just like momming like advice to him and I think it's so sweet because it's such a serious scene and Speed's, like, his whole world has been created upside down. Because what he thought what racing was, like, what he thought what racing was isn't really what he thought it was. And it's a very, like, big transition for him. And especially, like, when you're a kid, like, you think this is how the world works. And then it gets flipped upside down. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Capitalism. capitalism. You, know, you know what I mean? You learn about capitalism for the first time. And you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that, I feel like that's what Speed's going through. Mm. But anyway, back with, like, that whole, like, deal with Tejo and them. They're like, no, Speed's not going to do that, you know. And we noticed that Racer X is kind of making a lot of eye contact with Speed. He's like, <laughs> I don't know, we think he's making eye contact. He wears a mask, so. It was he's definitely With looking. sunglasses built in, by the way. We de- He's definitely looking at, like, his whole face is looking at he's him. He's like. So we then cut to Speed and Trixie back in that uh, spot that they were like canoodling in, Ooh. but it's like it's thunder and lightning. It's a control. Like, different. are y'all gonna check for Spritel or? There's a definitely there's a different vibe, and Trixie's like, "Hey, are you gonna like like what do you think about all that?" Mm-hmm. And Speed's like, "I don't know. Like, I want to make a difference now. Like, now that I know that like racing is fake, and I know that I can make a difference. Like, I I, I kind of want to go." And she's like, well, if you're going to go, I'm going to go with you because, you know, like, you need somebody to look after you. And since it's a cross-country race, I can have the copter, like, and fly over and, like, you know, call out to you if there's any danger. And he's like, okay, I guess that's fair. And she's like, okay, so we're going to need an alibi. And they're going to tell their family that Speed and Trixie are going skiing. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, why, why would that work? Like, you... 
You're leaving the same week that that race is going on? Literally. Okay. Okay. So we then cut to uh, Spritel watching the race on TV. And his pops is like, hey, like, what what are you doing? Because he switched the channel. Spritel switched the channel. And he's like, what are, you, what, what, what are you guys watching? And he's like, oh, just, you know, Chim Chim's favorite show. And he looks at it and he's like, the show's in German. Literally. And he's like, not the monkey parts. Because I guess they're watching, like, a, a Steve Irwin-esque, like, chimpanzee getting released back into the wild show. Yeah. And he's like, not the monkey parts. And he's like, okay, you're not watching the race. Like, go outside. You're too pale. Go go, go do something with your life. Mm-hmm. So we then cut back to Speed, who's, like, meeting up with the inspector. And he's like, oh, hey, you know, thank you for doing this. We'll try to watch you as best as you can. And Speed's like, I'm only doing this because, you know, like, someone trying to hurt my family. I'm going to do everything in my power to, like, hurt them back. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to, like, announcers, like, telling us about this race and how, like, it's, like, pretty dangerous. As well as, um, like, as well as, like, they're saying, like, like, hey, this is, like, really dangerous. This is, like, an end-all, be-all kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, like, cheaters in there. And there's... And there's gonna, like, this is, like, not your average, like, race Literally. that you're used to, Speed. And, and they don't, like, want him to, like, mm-hmm. obviously, no, none of them want him to. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more understanding of why he would, but, mm-hmm. like, Pops is very much against it. Oh, most definitely. But, he, but he's understanding about his son, because he went through the same thing with Rex, and that's how we lost Rex. Yeah. So, we see that, um, Speed, the Mach 5 gets modified, so, like, not only does he still have his, like, his famous, like, jump like maneuver yeah. but his but his tires are able to like reflate if they get like you know like, and they also have like a shield that can defend against yeah, like, yeah, attacks yeah. and they also have an oil was there an oil slick no no he like, doesn't have the okay, oil slick okay. he has like these blades that can cut through anything oh yeah they can cut through like trees or whatever. and then he has like these tracks that like can get him through like rough terrain yeah but not only does his his track his car and get modified. Most importantly, he opens the glove box. A gun. Oh my god! We see like other cars that are there, and we see that the mafia bosses have like gotten specific racers, like mercenaries. Yeah, to yeah. like take out like Tejo's team. So we have like these girls. Um, they're just in pink. And they were bribed with diamonds. We have, like, this military-looking group. And they were bribed with just money. And then we have, like, these Viking-looking people uh-huh. who were bribed with fur. And you're like, okay. And then there's another team, which is, like, the Snake team. Yeah. Who, who is this guy named Snake. He is uh, scheduled to win this race. And he's like, hey, I don't understand why, like... Racer X is here, or Speed is here. Like he's talking to the uh, the mafia people, and he's like, "I don't understand why they're here. I'm supposed to win the race." And they're like, "You know, I have precautions for that," is what the mafia boss says. Yeah. But I mean, like, you need to be like a better driver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You you suck at driving. Like, so like, I can only do so much." And so Snake takes offense to that. He's like, "Oh, I'll show you." And so we cut to this race, and we the announcers are telling us like, "Hey, this is like dangerous." But, like, it's more like a double entendre of how dangerous this race is. They're saying that, like, they're they're saying this race is dangerous, but aren't saying the the, the, the quiet part out loud. They know that they're cheating out there. Like, oh, yeah. There, there is a... Oh, a like, 
anything this is a anything goes kind it, of race. It, it, everyone understands it's not a matter of cheating it's a mm. don't get caught cheating. yes as long like it is you can win as long as you don't get caught like that kind of thing like by all means do whatever you need to do just don't get caught by the racing rules you know like that's 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 how we gathered what this race is but like we also see that like um Tejo's sister she is not in the list that Tejo that is doing it she's like hey this is really dangerous is it really worth worth doing this for dad yeah like she's very like his trying to be his voice of reason you know but then we like we get like super like cuts between that like it's cutting a lot in like this montage type thing 